Hello and welcome to the Huddersfield Town preview show on HTTV, sponsored by Sportsbroker. I'm pleased this afternoon to be joined by club ambassador and legend Andy Booth and legendary former manager Peter Jackson. How are you two both doing this afternoon? Yeah, good, thanks. Really good. Yeah, brilliant, Raj. Thank you. Excellent. Um, Boothie, we're a, a day out from Luton away in the, in the first leg. Um, we'll talk about both legs in tandem because there's not going to be any any time really between to to speak about the other one playing Friday Monday. Um, how are you feeling ahead of this one? Because we, we've been in incredible form to end the season to, to finish third. We've won, you know, six from seven and, and only drawn the other. How have you, you know, seen this last run into the playoffs? Um, unbelievable, it? it's been an absolute fantastic season. Uh, you never thought beginning of the season we'd be in this position and. You know what? I'm, we've been talking about it, but as an Huddersfield Town fan for so for so long, obviously I played for for them, uh, and but I've still got the Huddersfield Town fan in me when I was 11 year old, and my parents, and and obviously all my family were still fan. So we don't go into playoffs and finals feeling this positive, and uh, always think something's going to go go wrong. But as you said, with a form with a form team, we've been unbelievable this season. We're playing some great stuff, Carlos. He's coaching and he'll have been working his socks off to get the right formation, so they get the right tactics against against Luton. And I'm going tomorrow night and, and then Monday thinking, we've got a great chance and it worries me. And <laughs> but I go out everywhere and people are talking about on oh, Wembley and and thinking, and I can't help myself either. I'm thinking we've got a hell of a chance and that's down to the, the coaching staff and the players. They've been un- unbelievable. And you know what? If it doesn't happen, it's still been an absolute fantastic season. Ex- yeah. Expectations have been, oh, it's just been, we never thought, we never thought we'd be here. But to be third in, in the league, I know they talk about Forest and Sheffield United, but we're the form side. We're, we finished highest above anybody. We've got Luton, and no disrespect to Luton, in a two-legged playoff semi-final, which if you'd have asked anybody who would you'd like to play, Everybody would say Luton, so we've got a hell of a chance, and I am. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and and I'm absolutely buzzing because I think we've got a great chance. Yeah, they're they're a great team, Luton, and we'll, we'll come on to them because we can't we can't you know dismiss them at all because they're, they're having absolutely brilliant this season, and especially at Kenilworth Road, we we only managed to get a nil nil there. But um, Peter, for you, you obviously come to the to the home games more often than not, and, and do the uh, the hospitality and, and tell your tales up there. How have you seen this season for, for town? Because much like Boovey, was it a case where at the start of the year you couldn't have seen this finish coming, a, a run into the playoffs, a third-place finish? Yeah, I think Boovey summed it up really well there. I mean, you look at the end of last season as well, to finish in the bottom six where expectations are really high. We set the season off, we got battered at home by um, Bournemouth, Fulham, we got beat 5-1. Yeah, you know, Fulham. I left, that, I left the stadium that, that night thinking, well... You know, I fear the worst. But you look and the the the, um, the improvement that has been from last season to this season is absolutely incredible. And I can't praise Carlos, the manager and his coaching staff, anybody, everybody at the club really. The improvement has been outstanding. To go from to get relegated to be one of the best sides in the division, we finished six points behind Bournemouth, and to finish six points behind Bournemouth in second spot, that's a fantastic achievement. But going back to the playoffs, I remember I played in one of the first playoff games at the Old Leeds Road. We beat, and we played, sorry, we played Peterborough 
I think we drew down at Peterborough and yeah. got beat at Leeds Road. But we finished in third. Peterborough finished in sixth. The last game of the season, the squad last kick of the game, scraped into the playoffs. And we were about 18 points in front of them. And they went on to Wembley and actually went up that season. So the plays are unpredictable. But, you know, the two, the two un, unfancied sides, Rusfield and Hull, are the two un, unfancied sides in the division. So for them two to get there uh, at, at this stage is, is of great credit to, to, to both managers, really. Um, because you look at um, uh, Lou and uh, 2014, they were, uh, they were in, the, in, in the National League. So they've had a, an incredible rise as well. So, But I think it's got to be a difficult game for them over both sides. It's not going to be easy. Everybody's maybe getting carried away, but they're a dangerous side, Luton. And on the day they can beat anybody, on our day we can beat anybody. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, it's, it's interesting the um the difference between um the the players' perspective and the the manager's perspective. The manager's trying to keep it, you know, calm down, don't get ahead of yourself. Whereas Booby's like, <laughs> you know, rubbing his hands together. It's is that how it was when you two were were in the dressing room together? Was it were you yeah. having to keep reins on Booby, Jacko? Yeah, <laughs> when Booby's been there, I've been there as a player and a manager. Once you get into the playoff, it's the most nerve-wracking thing you could go through, honestly, to stand on that touchline as a manager. And I remember at Barnsley uh, to go from the um, uh, first division to the championship, and we should have we should have gone up that season. And we went to Barnsley, we won one nil, and we, we hit the bar and post three or four times, and we should have come away four nil winners. Anticipation was was good coming back to our stadium, and we got beat and we got knocked out. But the feeling of that you get as a manager and a player playing in the playoffs, how nervous uh, you, you do get in terms of it's like 46 games wrapped into two games and then one, one off game at Wembley. And it is so nerve wracking. As a manager stood there on the touchline, unless you've ever been there, you don't realise what it's like. It's, it's good and it can be absolutely awful. Is it the same for you as a player, Boomer? Yeah, definitely. I was just saying, there, there we the gaffer, that Barnsley game, it still hurts us now, doesn't it? We've, we've talked about it a few times. We 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 got it won. We'd beaten Barnsley Oakwell and all we had to do was perform that second leg and we never we never turned up. I don't know if that was because we were over optimistic and thought we, we were looking more ahead of ourselves. And 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 like we were only talking a couple of weeks ago about it, weren't we? And it is so frustrating. We should have got through then and we'd have beaten... I think I can't remember. I think I'm having Swansea. Or, 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 would have beaten Swansea. Yeah, would have beaten them. No, no, no doubt, no doubt about it. And I'm, I've, I've, obviously, we've been lucky enough to, to go to a few uh, play, playoffs. Uh, Brentford, obviously, the first time. I know uh, Gaffer said when he played in that Peterborough one, where again we were expecting to to, to beat Peterborough, which we, we didn't. We went, we played Brentford uh, down at Brentford. The first time and obviously beat them. Did it, I did it again, and and we, we lost. We lost to them, and it hurts. Every, this semi final. Luckily, I've not lost in a final. Which, but in the semi finals, it's like Gaffer said. It's two. It's two games with all your all your season and uh, and your holidays and everything. It affects you over that over the summer period when you look back and you've been knocked out for a playoff game or beaten at in your final. It affects your summer. It really does affect you. It, do, it does, and 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 like we, we when we played, we had that final, obviously down down at Cardiff against Mansfield. But the Lincoln game, 
we'd done his job away from home, not we were we were two we were two nil, don't we? We were two nil, and uh, and we came back again thinking all we have to do is turn up. Gary Taylor Fletcher scored after about eight minutes, and then somebody else did, and we're two two after twenty minutes. And the atmosphere that night, booth against Lincoln, was the best atmosphere ever. Honestly, it was incredible that night, wasn't it? We pulled it. What, it won in, it won in the end, but as a as a player, and and probably must be worse as a manager. Well, at least we can affect on the pitch. But we're just thinking, let's draw through it. Let's get in. Let's think. Get, we we booked us up, chip away, and we? That's what we're talking about. And, it, you don't mean to, but it just just happens. And we're 2-0 down after 20, 20 minutes. Stadium's quiet. All fans are absolutely panicking. Players are panicking. Gaffer's done it. It must have been terrible for you. <laughs> but what's, what's the difference between... Um, obviously, you two have had negative playoff experiences and, and positive ones. What's the difference between the positive ones and the negative ones how did you come through the positive ones together what was the was there a different mentality was there a, a more togetherness was it Jacko were you did you set the side up better so what was the, the difference between all of it or was it a combination of all of that combination of all and you need a, that little bit of luck as well in the playoffs I remember we were talking about the Mansfield game with with 30 seconds to go um, Mansfield score but it would deem to go out for uh for a goal kick, but we couldn't see that. We thought we, we thought we'd got beat, and that was literally the last kick of the game. And uh, so we had that little bit of fortune, and then it went to penalties, and we won on penalties. But it, it is it is nerve wracking, no matter how you plan it and how well it goes. You just need that little bit of luck as well on your side to go on and win it. But we deserve to go up that season anyway. The, we had such a young side. Um, and we, like I say, we deserve to win it. We're one of the highlights of, of my career as, as a footballer and a manager. That that day at Cardiff will, ne- will never be forgotten. Booby, you had a, a couple of promotions and, and, and things like that. What was it for you? What was the was there an overwhelming sort of emotion over both of them that sort of stood out to you as, as being this is the reason why we've gone up or this is how we've come through this experience? No, no, it's just once you get, like I, I did it at Wembley, one at Wembley and at Cardiff, and it's just a sense of relief. It's like we've we've done it, uh, and I can remember both times. And I I used to love a bath. I'd always have a bath, and I'd get young lads to run me a bath and and, and all that brookie, <laughs> brookie, get brookie on your bath. I've been running brookie's bath. One and now, get men with him now. He's been in Premier League, but. Uh, and I remember just laid in bath with a pint of lager uh, and, a, and, a, and a slice of pizza. God knows where pizzas came, came from. And, <laughs> and it was like, just laying back, thank God God we've done it. Because like Gaffer said, the pressure is un- unbelievable on all four, all four teams. And it's just like, thank God we've done it. It's, it's not one game. It's, it's four <clears> years <throat> you've, you've done to get promoted. And it takes a lot of... A, 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 a lot of Lot of toll on, on, on your on your body, obviously. But yeah, I just say it's mainly relief and like and you just can't believe it it's happened. It's a fantastic way to get through. If you're gonna get promoted, it's an unbelievable the best way. But yeah, as a player, like hopefully whatever happens uh, in the last these next two games, you'll say, Well, I mean all they'll think about then they've got one more game, they won't even celebrate or, or anything. The job's not done. Uh 
Friday and Monday, hopefully we hopefully we can carry on a season. But it does. The players we're looking forward to, it, but it's nerve wracking. It's horrendous. I love playing football. I've been lucky to play so many games, but the playoff games are nothing, nothing like. It's great for the fans and great for the neutrals, but as players and and probably worse as a manager, what's riding on it is it, it, it's frightening. Yeah, it's it's funny because everyone everyone who talks about the playoffs, uh, you know, is obviously so happy to be there and really proud of the achievement we've had this season. But everyone suddenly says, oh, I really hate the playoffs, so I wish we weren't having to go through this again. Uh, Jacko, with the, the pressure that, that, that uh, Booby touched on, this team's done really well when it has come under pressure, when we've, we've been in those environments where people might expect us to buckle a little bit or, or you know, nerves to kick in. We've been to... Huge stadiums this year, and one we went to, to Riverside and one for the first time to City Ground to Bramall Lane. Um, you know, Carlos said in his press conference this morning, just about the only place we haven't been, and and one on the road was against Luton. Does that stand us in good stead? The fact that this team is is so together, they're clearly a, a great bunch of lads who are playing for each other, and and have a manager who's, who's obviously got his head screwed on as well. Is that atmosphere around the place something that will, will stand them in good stead over what's going to be a really, you know, pressurised situation? Yeah, you look at, um, at, at, at teams that do well. They always have to have a good team spirit and a belief that they can win games. And, and I think that's been installed mainly this season, uh, building up from last season. But you, you need a, a spirit within a club and a team and a group of players like they've got to go in an environment like uh, uh, Kenilworth Road, which is quite intimidating. It's not the biggest ground, it's not the best ground, but it's an intimidating ground to go and play football. So they'll know what's what to expect. Um, but if they show that togetherness that they've done all season, and that's the thing that I like about the, this current group of players, they believe and care about the club. I think yeah. over um, a, a few seasons, you know, people, Players have just turned up and gone through the motions. You know, these are a, a group of hungry players that want to do well for Huddersfield. And you can see that, and the supports can relate uh, to players. If, if You know, not, might not have the best side, but they want teams and players to turn up and, and work hard and play for the club. But they get beat, they get beat, they walk off, but they've had a go. And this, and this, this team certainly do that. They've got this confidence and self-belief um, in each other that can go on and hopefully can lead them to uh, promotion. But as I say, the spirit's excellent. Is there anyone in particular that stands out to you, Jacko? Is there anyone when you're watching that you fancy, oh, I wish I had him in my side? Um, a few of them, actually. Um, you know, people, when we signed Danny Ward, people were saying, well, what was signing Danny Ward for? Danny Ward's been unbelievable. Um, but my probably, if I had to pick um, a player of the season, I would pick, you pick one, Boo, then I'll pick one, but don't pick mine. I would pick, <laughs> I would pick Tom Lees. I just think Tom Lees, there's a few of them, there's Nichols or Toflo and, and Ward, but I think Tom, Tom Lees, for, for a free transfer signing, like most of them are, to yeah. come in and, and and do what he's done. He never wins man of the match, but he's always constant, eight, seven or eight, every game. And he goes under the radar a little bit. So I really like Tom Lee's. I like my centre-backs. Obviously, I played centre-back. Matt Pearson's done well. Yeah. If I had to be between a goalkeeper, Nichols and Tom Lee's, I think he's been outstanding. 
Boudé. Do you know? Do you know what, Gaffer? And I'm not just saying this. And I, I didn't what? know who you'd say, but I were going to say Tom Lee's as well. I'd have said Tom Lee's because yeah, Lee Nichols, Zorba Thomas, Louis O'Brien, Toffolo, uh, Levi Corwell, John Russell. They're the ones who get named. I'm Mike Pearson, but nobody ever mentions Tom Lee's, and he's played. Has he been an ever president? He's not missed many games, and he's he's been there, and and nobody ever talks about him. But he's probably, his name's probably the first on, on on the sheet. You can rely on him, like you said. He's a seven or eight every 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 week, and he puts his head in, he puts his foot in. He's an old, he's not an old fashioned centre half, but he's a great professional. And I think if when he's not there, we'd we'd miss him. Uh, so like I said, to have him on a free transfer. Uh, what a great, what a great sign, and, and he's, yeah, all the rest that we've all the great right. seasons. But Tom Lee's right. has been unbelievable. Yeah, you know him as a person, but you know, I, I look at someone like John Russell as well. He he's done incredible, him, hasn't he? Really, really well. You think you know? You look at him. He's, he's a good midfield player. He's got everything about him. He's like he's over six foot. He's big. He's strong. But he's he's balanced and he's he's control of the ball and he's passing. He's, he's just been incredible, really. But we could talk about each individual player like that, can't we? And that's why we are in the players, because everyone has given 100% and uh, the, 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 they're, they're there by right. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying, they're, they're honest players, aren't they? They're all honest. And that's what you want. As a, as a manager, you want to know you've got 14, 15 lads who are going to go out there and give 100%. Yeah, correct. Good. Tom Leeds, it's interesting you bring up his, his professionalism and his consistency. I think it's somewhat like his 550th appearance. It'll be if he plays um, tomorrow. And he's 31 years old, and I think it's less than 20 substitute appearances in that, which is remarkable, isn't it? That he's, he's kept himself in such good nick for such a, a long amount of time. And, you know, he prides himself on being available and, and wanting to play games. And, you know, there's been a few times this year where he's, you know, his head's been bust open, he's, you know, he's come back on, patched up, I think. Only one at games he's had to miss is, is with his head that's been you know too wounded to actually play the next game. But he's, but you know, I think he actually scored a few with his with his head um, bandages on and stuff. So yeah, he's he's been fantastic, and and I think yeah that that spirit is is something that's that's got them to where they are. But something I wanted to to touch on with you, Boothy, is that spirit's not just been on the pitch this season, but it's been in the stands as well, and it's been something that. We've perhaps what was we struggled over the past few years. We've been missing as a, as a club, but you know this almost better than anyone working in, in the department. You do and, and doing your job as an ambassador and, and being in the community. The mood around the club, and not just internally but externally, everyone who's turning up. We, we've seen the you know the stands are getting fuller and fuller, and the you know the game on Mondays you know this close to being sold out already. There's one or two seats left. It's, it's fantastic to see, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it, it feels like that buzzard around, like you said, in the community, in, in the town. Uh, and it's amazing when you have a, a team that's that's doing doing well uh, and the effect it has. But I think we've got his club back, haven't we? Uh, and there's no, nobody's fault. I think that they've obviously the, the two years in the Premier League, you've had COVID, a couple of couple of bad bad years. It's been just everything on, on top of each other. So the club needed a season season like this, especially like we said, beginning of the season, after Fulham and then we play Preston, you're thinking, my God, this could be a, a tough season. It, it could be a relegation battle. But what they've done, and fans 
fans have enjoyed it. They're enjoying, yeah, what, whatever happens in these next few weeks, but it's been hell of a season. And, and I'm going out everywhere and everywhere's backed off. Uh, Dean, obviously, is back, back at the club, which makes a, makes a massive difference. It's, it's, it's all about the community, all about the Huddersfield people, everybody being part of the, the club. And, and it just feels like we're getting the club that, that has been over the last 10 years, years back. And like I said, it's nobody's, nobody's fault. It's just circumstances. But yeah, there's a real a real good feel in the area and and everybody's talking about it. And like you say, they're coming to the games to watch to watch us because we're playing entertaining football, we're scoring goals and we're seeing honest lads giving 100%. And that's all the Huddersfield folk want. Booty, do you know you should be? You should be MP for Huddersfield. I'd vote for you. <laughs> Would you? At least I'll have one vote. Well, you, you know what? Could be another one of the votes. Go MP. Bovin Jacko running for mayor. What are you doing? What are you You'll be MP and I'll be mayor. You were brilliant that Booty. <laughs> <laughs> Worryingly, I think you two would actually get a few votes between the two of you as well. But um, something I wanted to, to ask you about, um, Peter, is that Carlos has, has done such a, a great job this year and, and your manager on, on the head coach. It'd be great to get your perspective on that because you, you mentioned last season and that you're know, such a big learning curve and, and having to perform in front of, of empty stadiums, which has probably made a, a big difference having the crowd back in and everything. But the 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 amount of learning he's done for a you know a thirty eight year old to be you know, doing what he's doing and you know a, a lack of experience but also having enough experience to draw and learn on things and, and improve as the, as the years go on because one thing that I think you know has perhaps been missed with town is we're getting better the more we play like this this last seven games that we've had we've been to Coventry and we've been to Borough and we've won and we've had you know great performances at home against people and it's not as if we've We've just put it together that, you know, we had that 17 game unbeaten run around Christmas, New Year that went into March. And it's not just that being the backbone of our season, they've managed to do it again. What's your view on, on the management and the coaching in general been this year? Been really good, but it was a big learning curve, I think, like you said, in his first year at the club. Um, but he's got really good staff around him. Um, and, and that's a big thing for, for Carlos, is the staff that he's got with him, they're all keen. Um, but they all want to learn. Now I spoke with uh, Danny Schofield and uh, the Ginger Pellage on Worthington. Um, you know, he's you know he's got good staff around him, and he's got people that want to learn and want to improve themselves, and that rubs off onto the players. You, you can see how keen and um, um, he is in, in the course to to build a better side. Is, is Carlos? He wants to learn. He's young. He's, he's only been in management what eighteen months now. So he'll go on and become a, a really, really good manager, um, Will Carlos. Um, but he has had the time by in his first season as well. You know, you look at this when he appointed him, maybe under a little bit of pressure after after twelve months of finishing when they should be in like in the players' positions. They're looking in the in the bottom six, bottom five of, of that division. That in his first season, a lot of managers wouldn't have survived that. So he all hands up to the people behind the scenes. And, and say well done on keeping faith with him because it doesn't it, it it takes time to build a club like he's building and and you have to have time and patience. Luckily, he's getting results. You know, not man managers a lot of managers don't get that time. They don't get them results to to improve a club because you lose five or six in the trot as a manager now, bump you're out of a job. You know, Carlos has been there. He's, he's got the faith and backing of all 
the staff behind the scenes, you know, with Dean back on board now, um, you know, the club will only move forward. And I'm delighted for him. Really, I'm delighted for him. Because he's got time. He's had time. Yeah, he works really well with, with Lee Bromby, who we've spoken to on the, on the show before as well, who's, who's you know, behind those, um, you know, those signings like Tom Lee's and things. The daily, um, because I tried to sign Lee Bromby when he got released by um, she Sheffield Wednesday, I think. And he came with that playoff game against Lincoln. Uh, and I tried to sign Lee. Um, and I was going to sign him on return from Mullady, but Warnock stepped in and signed him. I'll never forget Lee for that. But Bromby, Lee Bromby, He's, Ed, he's, he's done an amazing job. And, you know, people forget behind the scenes, obviously Carlos, and he's the figure of the club. You know, but, but the, you know, the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes, you know what it's like, guys. How people work so hard in the shop, in the ticket office. Um, there's so many people behind the scenes that you never think about. And probably Lee Bromby do not get the credit that he deserves. You know, everybody's about Carlos and, and Carlos you know, Lee Bromby must take credit as well at some some stage of, of, of his signings, recruitment. You know, he's a cool guy. He goes to the same hairdressers as I do, so it must be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bovey, it's something that's, that's um, worth picking up on is that, you know, all that hard work that goes into it, all these conversations we're having, they'll be having the same conversations at Luton. They'll be having the same, you know, Feelings of confidence, though, you know, they've just pipped in at six when they, you know, they've been beaten heavily by Fulham and they thought that maybe they hadn't. They've almost got no pressure on them because nobody's expecting them to do anything. It, it's it's sort of similar to, to how we might have felt in 2016-17 and we know how dangerous that can be because, we, you know, the shoe's been on the other foot for us. Is it important that we, we deal with them and we treat them as seriously as, as we would anyone else? And, and that's just... As a fan base, because the football inside of it, we know how Carlos operates. He, he won't be taking them for granted one iota. He'll have been doing his homework more than anyone on them, and, and the lads will be, you know, feeding off his, his advice there. But is it important that we, as it, so, you know, supporters and, and, and people around the club, keep our feet on the ground a little bit and make sure we get to these two games first? That's going to be the longest question I've ever been asked, Raj. Sorry. I think you've even answered it. I don't even think I need to speak on that. <laughs> But yeah, no, you're right. They'll be sat there and they'll, they'll be confident. They've got no pressure whatsoever. They finished in sixth. Before last Saturday, they, they'll have been looking over the shoulders with Middlesbrough and Millwall and said, hopefully we can, we can get into the playoffs. But tell you what, it's a difficult place to go. It's, it's kind of off road. It's a horrible. Uh, I never used to like playing down there. The one side where there's only, there's only boxers and dugouts and then box people are horrendous. If they say say to you as, as or your manager and coaching staff and, and the subs warm warming up and it is it's not a nice place place to go so it's it's going to be tough and uh, and they'll 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 be thinking we, we get a good result down down there we go back to Huddersfield and and anything can happen we've we've, we've mentioned it we've mentioned the Peterborough where they want want favourites uh, we we we've not we've not been favourites and like you said in 2017. And got and got through it. It happens. All four teams have got exactly the same chance as as, as each as each other. Uh, and going back to Carlos, he's will will be prepared, and he'll get them lads prepared. Uh, he'll have worked on everything about Luton. He's, he's a it's unbelievable his work ethic and and his knowledge of 
of the opposition, the work he got with puts in and his coaching staff uh, is, is, is unbelievable. So it won't be, we won't leave it down to like to, to look to chance that, that we're going to go through. If we do win, it's all preparation, but we know how tough it's, 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 it's going to be. And yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it, but it's going to be too, it's going to be too hell, hell, of, hell, hell of a game because Luton will fancy the chances just as much as we do. Who did? Do you remember when we de- went down to Luton? Do you remember they'd been unbeaten for about two years at all? And we went down there um, with Huddersfield. Do you remember? We beat them 2 1. Who scored the two goals? Well, do you know what? And I, you put me sub that day, so I wasn't even, I wasn't even playing. You put Junior yeah. Mendes in for me. Well, your replacement was Junior Mendes, wasn't it? He scored twice, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I can't believe you played Junior Mendes in front of me and, and he scored <laughs> twice and I'm stood up, I'm on bench getting hammered by them box holders behind me. Yeah, well played, Junior. I played 600 games for club and you're on bench. No booty, wasn't Jacko, I was going to ask you, um, if you were, you were in the uh, dugout um, ahead of this game, what would you be saying to the lads before they went out in the in the dressing room before this one? What would your team talk look like? More or less same as what they have been doing. I think they need to be. I think they're quite a direct side. Are uh, looting the dangerous at set piece. It's important that and Carlos would have done that and make them organised at set pieces, which they have been more or less all season. Uh, and don't switch off. As I said, they're a little bit more direct than a lot of teams in that division. The other two teams in the playoffs, Sheffield and, and Notts Forest, are a little bit more direct to Luton. So it's about being positive uh, and, and going to, to the game, knowing that you know they have to battle first to, 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 to get anything at Luton. They have to put the bodies on the line and, and, and battle for every single aerial battle, every single tackle. Because that's the sort of team Luton are. They give everything week in, week out. Might not be the best squad of players, but they've got their merit and they are a danger. Yeah. I know I noticed, especially Luton up here, they're a professional side, aren't they? They try and get in your face, they try and get under your skin, under your skin. they try and wind, wind you up. So our lads are not going to bite at that. We can't afford anybody getting sent off. Uh, in 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 any either the legs, that's what they'll be lo- looking for as well. They're a good side, but they're, cle- they're clever as well. Uh, they'll be always uh, at the referee wanting decision decisions and that. So we we've we've got to be strong, uh, mentally strong, physically strong, and and as a team, we've got to be together and, and make sure we don't fall for that for that for their tactics. And and the last thing we want is to get anybody sent off. Yeah, exactly. Um... Booth, the other thing that we want is we want to see John Smith full on Monday because that's it makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Oh, massively. It's a great, it's a fantastic stadium when it when it's full. Uh, and we're going to all four sides will be, will be full. Uh, I know the fantastic media law is going to, be, going, to, going to be full. So it's going to be bouncing. And we need every fan come down da- come down here, get behind the team because like I said, they're going to need it. It'll be a, a tough whatever happens on Friday. The main game is Monday. That's when we you you win or win or lose the, the leg. Uh, so it might not be going right. Whatever result we take into it, fans can play a massive part of it, and it's so important. Let's get behind them and and let's lift them players and let's get us to Wembley. Exactly. Um, I've taken enough of your two 
time this afternoon. So, so thank you very much for for joining us. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll see you both on Monday, and uh, it will be a positive Thanks. result tomorrow. Don't forget, vote for Andy Booth. Vote for Andy Booth. Be for Huddersfield. I'd vote for you, Booth. Chick Gaffer, let's go for it. Let's go. Let's go. See you, mate. Excellent. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks to to Sports Broker as well for sponsoring the show.